four, three. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words on it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Because I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words on it. Live episode 54. Episode 54. Sorry. All kinds of shit off the jump. I couldn't get on my regular Dark Horse IG because of all the hater aid. Imagine that. Um, yeah, it, um, we're on the backup on IG. So if anyone's looking for us on IG, we're on the backup or darkhorse.live, which you'll see the full screen. But welcome everybody. Happy 420 tonight on the program. We are going to have um, Oni Seeds. And uh, a lot of controversy around Oni Seeds, so I figured, well, fuck it, let's talk to the dude and see what he has to fucking say. So let's talk to Oni Seeds. Real quick, I'm not going to do any free shit right now because I got hundreds of orders, thousands of packs to make, and fucking 50 auctions and 20-something giveaways from last week's show, which I haven't got to. So last week, if you won something, I haven't even got to it. I'm just swamped. So sorry, no giveaways this week because I literally have thousands of shits I got to make and do. But uh, let's go straight to Oni interview, because this one, I want to talk to this guy. All right, everybody, I'm here with Oni Seedco. Thanks for coming on Dark Horse Live, guys. Thanks for being here. <clears throat> what up, man? Thanks for having us. How's Absolutely. it going? Good. So um, as I always sort of ask everybody just to warm up our little interview here, as I sort of ask you guys, can you tell us the, uh, a little bit about yourself, where you're from? Tell us a little bit about Oni, and um, maybe the first time you grew cannabis, and why? Damn. Just briefly. So originally I'm from the Midwest, St. Louis. Man, the first time I grew, I was, I flew to Amsterdam in the 1990s and smuggled some seeds, allegedly, smuggled some seeds home. And I grew them for the first time, I want to say in like 2000. And it was, uh, AK-47 nice. from Serious Seeds. Nice. What led you to breeding? Um, 
Or yeah, sorry, go ahead. Doc, uh, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, originally. Uh, grew up in South Carolina. And the first time I ever grew weed was in 1997 in South Carolina. And it was misty. And I bought it out of back of the high times because it was 40 bucks. There were five males and one female. And uh, I didn't realize what a male flower looked like until just at the right moment. And uh, 20 something years later, still uh, working in the cannabis field. Gotcha. Uh, just briefly, uh, why did you start breeding? Um, what got you into the breeding bug? Yeah, for me, yeah. I mean, so strains and like the variety of cannabis has always been what I've most been most interested in. I was never the production weed guy. I got a lot of shit from all my friends from back in the day for now, just blowing it up. And, you know, I'm the guy who grows one plant of everything I have in my library at all times and smoke everything. I spent all my time in the forums and the strain sections and it's just always what I've been interested in. And that was for me, the thing that really gets me most excited about cannabis in general is the variety and what's possible. Uh, you know, I'm a big time smoker. I'm a, you know, a user, lifelong user of this plant. And yeah, I'm just, I will never stop being entertained by the variety that's possible in this plant and like in many other things in my life as well coffee wine with grapes it's it's all very similar and it's just never endingly interesting gotcha um, i would say uh take me through um oni seed coa if you will like take me to the start of it and um i think that uh i get i mean i think everybody knows but i think I, maybe i'm wrong but you straighten me out um think that uh, Harry Palms was a part of you guys originally and he had something to do with the Trop Cookies and is that sort of the start of Oni uh, Seed Co or was there something before that because I know you I guys mean, came out the gate swinging man yeah that's that's accurate so originally so way it started is and I think this is true for anybody who's really a weed head like if you really are into weed you make seeds and we all have we all did and Joey was a person that I knew uh, obviously before we started Oni and he had made some uh, tangy crosses that I thought were spectacular. Every time I'd come to Colorado, we'd smoke Trop Cooks. No one else seemed to really think it was like as great as I did. And ultimately it got sort of like, you know, pushed under the rug as tangy fell out of, uh, you know, coolness and being like the hot shit. So, Basically, by the time Joey and I founded Oni Seed Co., Trop was already like done and dead. And when we started it, Joey wanted to move on with the papaya. I told him I wanted to use Trop because I still had some Trop seeds. And he was like, dude, that shit is played out trash. Don't do it. I did it anyway. I had to get the cut back from somebody else because he didn't even have it. And I bred with uh, his friend's selection, the Mountain Trop Cop. Mount Trop Cut, and I bred with that with my Trop F1 male, and the rest is sort of history. He did the feminized stuff too, didn't he? Or wasn't his work the feminized stuff, or was that a collaboration of both you guys? I don't know where I heard that down Yeah, he had a couple... Oh, sorry. He had a couple sort of like 
not really well accepted reg lines like his head sash line didn't go very well and he had another one uh cherry pitangi didn't go well so but the one that caught on for him big time was his pfms nice and um as far as that goes we obviously know you guys don't work together i don't know the details i don't think anybody knows the details i know i don't really know harry palms that well but i know him to be a pretty good breeder and a good guy and um would you say that i don't i mean i just don't know the details was that split amicable or was there issues there um no i mean I, to be honest it was really uh caught me off guard the way i feel like i might have been the last person to know about this but i was waiting for him for, at an event and when he didn't show i called him and be like hey where you at and he was like oh by the way i quit so that's how that went. It was a total shock. I didn't see it coming. And if you asked me if it was amicable, yeah, I mean, I don't feel any type of way about this dude. I feel a little betrayed. And if he would have done it another way, he would still be on the Christmas card list. But, you know, he chose to do it how he did it. And, you know, no hard feelings. He certainly was salty about success of Tropicana Cookies and Oni Seedco, though. Way salty. Big mad after telling me many 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 times like dude don't abandon what you're doing keep going blah 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 so i don't understand what what happened where all of a sudden i'm a bad guy for doing what i've always done but yeah i sure. wish there was more to say and i say there's morning. obviously his side of the story and we we kind of did reach out to him briefly or in the comments it was reached out to him and he kind of said he just wasn't interested in coming on and talking about it, which i respect completely it seems to me he's kind of moved on and doing his own thing and he's doing well um but uh that seemed to be, I, I'll always say this, I, I don't like when breeders do partnerships because it never ends well. It never seems to end well. And uh, there's never really a smooth transition of how it leaves. But I did have respect for Harry Palms on how he handled the split being that I didn't see a huge public mess out of it. You know what I mean? And, I, and to you guys, you guys' credit too, I never really saw a huge public mess. I think there was a little bit of bitterness maybe on both sides, but I never saw it get super nasty or ugly. And I always thought, you know, dude, business partners and seeds shit gets hard sometimes people make splits and it, it goes on you know what i mean but uh take me further down the line so after harry kind of uh exits the oni equation uh what's next for you guys so then i continued on with my trap counter line i tried to do a couple of other things it didn't really work out it never got brought to market like at a green tropicana film line a sour double line and a Cambodian line. None of that really panned out. So I just kept uh, kept the course with the Trap F1 line while I worked on new things. Ultimately, it led to me partnering with Doc as a part of my uh, move to California and into the white market. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, I guess kind of the main topic that's on everybody's mind is this whole speakeasy mess and everything else. And I know it just sort of happened over the summer, and I guess I'll just ask you guys to put your piece in on it, and uh, we can kind of break it down a little bit, I guess. But from what I know, something, I mean, I met you guys once before in, I think, Oklahoma City, and you were like, yo, I, I fuck with Speakeasy Heavy, man. You guys should talk to them. And I was like, cool. And I thought you were really cordial, really nice and everything else. So I was just like, yeah, we hit them up. But then not long after, everything just went to shit all over the internet. Like, things went crazy where, you know, it seemed like, there was rumors of thefts of karma seeds and things got crazy in Spain and all of a sudden it transferred back here to, I heard shit about domain names. I heard shit about 
uh, Rico Act, cease and desists, and I heard all kinds of stuff. So why don't you guys just sort of break it down? What the hell happened um, from your side of from your side of the story? So I'll start. And basically, I have to provide some context for anybody who doesn't know what's going on here. But the short of this is that a person that I was extremely close with, I have a business dispute over a website with. And because there is nothing to say, I am now being accused of somehow indicting this person for criminal conduct, which is just absolute bullshit. I mean, absolutely patently false. And supposedly the smoking gun evidence for this is a screenshot of a redacted civil court draft that my lawyer to her lawyer uh, outlining some consequences of something that should something ever come to court. And but which, by the way, hasn't. There's no there's absolutely no lawsuit filed there. I'm not suing this person. I'm certainly not a part of any ongoing criminal investigation uh, that would obviously indict myself and everyone else. It's just lies. And based on bitterness, it's a bummer that you can tie as big of a knot in the truth as you want to. And it's way harder for me to tie it than you just say whatever the fuck you want. So that's a primer, a little nutshell, if you will. But if you want to get into the details of how it went down, we can start to. Uh, yes, I, was, I say, sorry, I thought you were glitching out for a second. But uh, no, I just sort of wanted, I, I, I follow that, but uh, take me back to the very start. Like, uh, what did it really start over, this domain? Because, like, what I've, what no. I've heard it was something started to do with domain. Started me, Nick and I partnered together. Nick wanted to come to California. He wanted to bring Oni Seed Co. into the flower and hash market as well as the seed market. Uh, he wanted a team. He wanted infrastructure. Uh, he, you know, he needed help and he needed funds. And uh, we came to an amicable partnership. And then Nick tried to bring her along into our venture. So that's where it all started, but you go from that. And I just, you know, I need to say at this point, like the only reason I ever endeavored to bring them along was out of friendship with this person and who was totally wildly overworked, wanting to get out of the game and desperate for a break. And man, I'm being punished so hard for trying to do this. It's crazy, but go on. But, oh, so. Um, okay, so dur during the merge of, uh, you know, myself and Oni Seed Co., Nick would fly from Maine back and forth over and over again. We'd have lots of meetings. He met the team. He met, uh, visited sites. Uh, we, you know, laid out the plan of what it was going to look like uh, from Oni Seed Co. going into 2020, into 2021. Uh, and forward. And, uh, you know, Nick explained to me that Nadia and Jamie have pretty much solely distributed the seeds for a long time that 
rather than us take the path of a self-distribution model, uh, we should look at actually balling them up into our venture and being not a seed producer, but a flower producer and an ash producer and a seed bank. Uh, and I thought that might be a great idea. So we reached out or, or Nick reached out somehow Nadia got a hold of me and you know, we hit it off. We were great. It, it was phenomenal that uh, her and Jamie came down from Oregon and they spent a few days at my office went over everything and what I discovered was they had wildly misrepresented their books to me, their revenue. And, um, I hate to say it, it just doesn't work time to be involved in their company or, or let alone purchase it. So, uh, I, I had a conversation with Nick where I said, it's easier for us to build this, the bias, and uh, I just don't see how I can be involved unless, you know, I did all the work, they took a back seat, and I had lion's share proportion of their company. Um, to the tune of when we all discussed it, I didn't even want to give them an offer. I simply said, I, I don't think it's a good idea for to merger me to acquire your company. Uh, the offer might become off as offensive. They enlisted. I told them the offer and I, mean, I don't give a fuck. It was 80, uh, 20. If, if you want me to work on your company and you do nothing, I need 80 points. And instead of just saying no, thank you, which was the, the hope, uh, they went crazy. <laughs> they so went, they went is, that shit. This is Nick's best friend. So this Someone is he talked to every day, you know? Right. And this is where things get really, really weird. So during this time, Nadia starts posting this string of super problematic story posts saying shit like, where do I buy a automatic shotgun and I've got a bulletproof vest on and all this crazy shit that finally I'm like, okay, I'll bite. Hey, what's up with the, about shotguns? And she says, I'm scared. And I say, of what? And she says, doc. And that doc is talking some wild, totally delusional, paranoid story about how my friend and business partner is coming to get her and she needs weaponry and all this crazy shit. And I her straight up and down like, dude, I know you. I know that you have a history of mental illness. I know you are at your wits end with this business. It seems like you're having like a full, full scale nervous breakdown. She was completely radio silent. And at during this time, uh, I'm, I have someone else running my social media account because dude, I can only wear so many hats. Like, there's only so much time in a day. And previously, Nadia had been running my social media account. 
So she had access to my IG account. And while she's posting all this crazy shit and really having a breakdown, my team and I decided that it would probably be best if we changed IG password. And the minute, the second I changed that password, she locked us out of our email subscriber list, our web domain that she had been working on, which is a side business that her and her husband do. And she did this because she was salty and angry because we locked her out of the IG account. She then was completely radio silent for, I think it was like seven or eight days. I'm calling, texting, emailing a person I spoke to every day for years before this. No answer. Then Matt fucking Wyatt reaches out to me and was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Speakeasy. To which I replied, hey, man, you want to talk to somebody? You want to be involved in something you have nothing to do with? Well, you can talk to my fucking lawyer. And I've gotten a lot of shit for that. And I'm going to tell you something right now. For anybody who is suggesting that I would have driven to Nadia's house and beat the fuck out of this little girl who is my friend on top of things, is not a serious person. I don't care how thugged down tough you are behind your keyboard. I'm a human being. I run a legal business now. I'm not going to go commit some assault crazy morally, ethically, and criminal, criminally illegal thing because of a dispute over a website. So I did what adults do, and we got a lawyer involved. We're a business. When businesses have issues, you have, you have to litigate it in court. We have a lot to lose. 20 years ago, yeah, I might have drove up there and slapped the shit out of that little punk. But, I mean, like, to get locked out of an IG and then do some passive-aggressive bullshit and steal your website and... You know, we, we reached out to my attorney, attorney contacted them. They didn't have an attorney, some fucking bus bench tax attorney from Southern Oregon writes back all kinds of crazy bullshit. And I told the attorney, look, man, we want our fucking website back. We will give them nothing like zero. Give us our fucking website back. And we left it at that. Fucking our lawyer, their lawyer, threw paper airplanes at each other for a week. And long and the short of it, my lawyer hit me up and said, look, dude, this is pointless. And, uh, like, you can spend a ton of money to squeeze it out of them. Or you can buy a new website, to which we did. And uh, that is OniSeeds.com, and it's doing fucking amazing. And uh, those people are sitting there holding on to our website and, you know, sitting in a pool of tears pissed off or some shit. Who gives a fuck? Well, um, I will say that I've had my run-ins with Matt Wright, and I know him to be basically a piece of shit liar, which I think I'll speak on here just real quick, actually. Because as this shit started, um, I don't know if you guys can see this, but uh, as this shit started, uh, with you guys saying you're going to come on the show, I got this this thread going off on some other dude's page, people sending me DMs, and Riot, go ahead and posted this, which I'll just read because it's probably small on your screen, but it says, he's responding to somebody, and it says, he's talking about Dark Horse, talking about me, and he says, it's because he threatened to snitch on 
folks back on Facebook six years ago. People's amnesia be strong. Snitches running crews. Jason's a crybaby girl. Y'all seen his Boyd Trouble card he shows off when he's part of a Boyd game? This is pre-meth sores and pre-false claims about Bruce Banner 3. So my point to this is, this is why no one believes what the fuck you guys have to say, Riot. Is like, are you trying to say that I didn't make Bruce Banner now or that I'm on meth or something? Like, it's fuck, you, you, you can't lie and create your own fucking narrative and try to control everything. And that's what the fuck you are trying to do here. But with that said... Can I interrupt you for one second? Go for it. We've been to prison for weed, okay? The, these guys have passed around my criminal history in their little sewing circle of, of, of gossip bullshit, bitches, yeah. right? Okay, they've passed around my... My most recent marijuana conviction is in 2020 in Colorado, man. <laughs> like, like I, I, we've lived a life of being outlaw growers that made it to, uh, you know, the legal industry. I hate it, but we made it. And these are the battle wounds that you get. And where I come from, when you accuse somebody of being a snitch, or if you snitch on somebody, you get fucked up. And you better have some proof that's better than, like, your best chance to obscure the truth through hoping that people are so dumb that the first you know, legal document they've ever seen in their entire life is this thing. And they're like, hey, the sky is green, look. And they're, everyone's like, oh, I'm on your team, the sky is green. Well, but there's no there there. Let's talk Find about- the goddamn truth, man. There's no fucking document, there's no lawsuit. None of it is true. <laughs> Just like the same situation with the seeds in Spain. And dude, we showed them pictures of it. The fucking seeds are in Spain. I what say, do you want from me? You want me to go get them for you? Like, I'm sorry. Like. When Let's, you disappear and fuck us completely and there's deals left on the table, tough shit. Maybe you should have picked up the fucking phone. I had to resolve this shit every way I humanly could before any of this ever happened. And, and keep in mind, we've offered numerous times to go on a live with them. Not one, not one of Nadia, Jamie, Matt Riot, Microbe, Flanville, any of those punk ass bitches in her discord have the fucking stone to say a word to us on a live or in person. And I promise you, I promise you, if we're ever at a live event ever again, and any of these people are around, the minute that I lock eyes with them, they'll run away. They won't even show up because I will confront you guys. Well, I, right? I will confront you guys. You don't fucking run your mouth like that. I do want to talk about the cease and desist thing, though, and how this this court stuff and um, like I, I don't. I, let's just say this: um, I'm very familiar with this because I've I've had I've been served cease and desist from everybody from Gorilla Glue to Hershey's from Seeds Here Now to fucking you name it. I've seen this exact same cease and desist used multiple times. But uh, I am going to be a little bit critical, a little bit harsh of you guys on this point in the sense that. I've seen it before, and cease and desist can be anything as simple as a fucking napkin that you pass to somebody, an email you send over to another guy saying, hey, cease and desist doing this. Or you can go get an attorney who says, I want you to cease and desist to, to resolve our issue, right? So if we're going to resolve our issue, cease and desist, and you can literally do it any number of ways. But in my opinion, it's dumb as fuck to have an attorney use that, that boilerplate agreement. I want to talk about boilerplate agreements, because the reason I'm talking about this is the, the documents that, that was circulated on the internet is a boilerplate agreement that multiple lawyers can download and use to serve a cease and desist. In my personal opinion, 
I think it's a lazy ass lawyer work because all it really does is backfire when you, the person you're trying to do is going to use these documents and say, oh, look at this fucking dude's a piece of shit or whatever. And uh, I think that it could have been resolved with your lawyer handling it using different documents. I've been in season desist where things get resolved, but the fact that they use those documents is dumb. And I do want to talk about, I don't know if you're familiar with the precedent that's set. It's called Blue Sky versus Clendon. And Blue Sky versus Clendon was actually happened in Colorado. And it is a Blue Sky was a dispensary. Clendon was a, uh, um, a grow. And the, the grow didn't, or the dispensary didn't pay for the, pay the, the caregiver his weed price or whatever when he, when, he, when he cuffed it to him. So he sued him in court. And he went to court. The judge or the Blue Sky dispensary said, hey, cannabis is federally illegal. We don't have to pay this guy back. It's not, it's throw this out of court or whatever. And the judge in Colorado threw it out of court. And it's been a precedent across the nation for fucking 12 fucking years. It's called Clinton versus Blue Sky. You cannot bring in non-licensed cannabis businesses into, into court, seed banks and all the rest of it, and start talking about, you know, this shit. All they're going to do is throw it out immediately. But furthermore, let's talk about what a cease and desist is. A cease and, des and let's talk about what snitching is. Because what is snitching? Snitching is the act of making... Somebody go to prison or jail over your actions. It's calling the cops on somebody. It's setting them up. It's getting caught and then rolling over on somebody. If you have a business dispute with somebody and you send a cease and desist, I don't consider it to be snitching. I consider it to be a bad fucking business decision that you guys are probably going to have to wear because you, because you use that document, that boilerplate document, which I would put squarely on the hands of what I would call shitty lawyering. But at the same time, I just wanted to clarify... What is an actual snitch and what is not a snitch? A snitch is saying, I'm going to call the cops on, the, on your grow. I'm turning you in, all the rest of this. To have someone send a legal document between two lawyers to another person and then have somebody like Matt Riot come out and try to spit that on the internet and say, look at all these pieces of shit. And my point to all of this story that I just told is I did get served these exact documents from Seeds Here Now. And when I got these exact documents with the RICO and the organized crime and all that shit, it, this wasn't drafted by an attorney. This is a boiler, a boiler agreement that was sent to me. And when I got this shit, I'm looking at this going, okay, Matt Riot knows about this document. I sent it to Matt Riot personally. We've talked about this before on this show. Matt Riot knows that they're fucking snitches in his eyes, right? Because he uses, you can't, you can't have it both ways. You guys can't be snitches, but seats here now not be snitches at the same time. And it's just bullshit in my eyes when it's like, you don't get to choose and write the history of what's what because you decide, uh, I want to do business with seats here now, so they're cool, but I don't like Oni because I'm tight with Speakeasy now, so uh, they're the actual snitches. And it's not, you know, it's, that's bullshit. You don't get to determine who snitches based off your lore, it, you know? And there is some specific questions here that I want to ask because this is the bullshit that was floating around in the DMs and all the other bullshit, and I want to give you a chance to confirm, deny, or say whatever the fuck you want to say. But uh, I think you touched on the karma stuff. They claim, Morgan specifically claims that she bought your website from Harry Palms, and um, that uh, bought it directly from them. She's owned the domain. She Total built it. Bullshit. She claims Total that she bullshit. stole three thousand, or you guys stole three thousand dollars worth of seeds from Karma, and uh, she says she that you ripped her off thousands of dollars, um, tens of thousands of dollars. She says that you threatened her with the RICO if you didn't hand over Speakeasy for free. So she's saying that oh, she geez, wanted your whole. Who wants that fucking wadded uh, up used piece of toilet paper of a business? That piece of shit. Uh, go ahead. She's Bottom line is so that's not true. Okay, so <laughs> she did not buy the web buy the website from Harry Palms. Not true. I did not steal any seeds from her. I'm the reason she has karma seeds. I went and got them for her, set the whole deal up. That's why they 
had them ever to begin with. And on, on the re-up, went to go do it and COVID happened, right? So this had to be left in Spain where they still fucking are and she can go and get them. We showed pictures of them. I posted pictures of them. She knows the person and exactly where the fucking seeds are. And because people on the internet are idiots, she just plays on the fact that they're idiots. I mean, I've had a personal conversation with Nadia where she explains how stupid anybody on her Discord is and any, any one of her customers are and all this shit and how she can just manipulate crap. And that's what she's doing. Everybody knows it. And uh, and and who gives a fuck? Fuck these people. Well, she, says, sad. she <laughs> says that the Sorry, legal but... claim didn't get filed because she was going to do a countersuit. So one of my other points to this is if... A countersuit if on it's, what? Yeah, that's that. what I was going to say. If it's so egregious that she that you actually filed something which let's be clear nothing was filed if you don't file something there's not a court case that's not involved no judge saw this no court saw this this is a lawyer sending a note to another lawyer that's the equivalency of what actually happened here but the fact that you say she or she said she was going to counter counter sue if the if that and that's why the, the suit was actually never filed um you know i i just think that She's as dirty as she's claiming that you are if she's going to turn around and start doing the same lawsuit shit right back. Uh, you, you, know, Jay, you can't play it both ways. You want to know the truth of the matter? They would have settled. They would. I, and you know what? I'll send you an email from their attorney. They would have settled. They would have given us our website. I think they wanted 1200 bucks or was it 2000 bucks? I can't remember. I remember. It was... It was some menial amount of money that were given a website. If as long as we agreed, me and a person I'm not going to name, but whatever, uh, agreed to sign some kind of a no contact order, which would like uh, limit me from being, uh, you know, within a hundred yards or something like, I don't know why. She's like physically afraid of me, but regardless, I would have to sign that order. And because we do do a ton of cannabis events and maybe one day this person can get over their anxiety to show up at one, I wasn't willing to sign it because I'm not going to break my, you know, no contact order by going to work. So uh, if I would have signed that paper, Oni Seeds would be ours. OniSeedCo.com would be ours. This would be done, and they would be back to doing whatever the fuck they're doing. But, like, this is just a bunch of squeaking little fucking gerbils that would never, ever in a million years pipe up beyond the keyboard clicking to, to, to speak it from their own voice because they know how much horseshit it is also and never forget she's gotta obscure and manipulate the truth because otherwise she sounds like a fucking idiot i completely understand. of course she's gonna say well they only dropped it because i was gonna do this or that what the fuck do you expect her to say that we were like you know what fuck it and they said forget it and that was it that's not hot in the streets nobody wants to hear that here i'm Know, the worst supervillain of all time and responsible for every bad thing that's ever happened in cannabis. You know, I'm sorry, but it's just not true. Huh? What, what pissed me off the most about it and why I'm so salty and angry and like, fuck you guys, 
look me in the face, fuck you guys. They called every single breeder that they know, every single one of them, and told them that we were involved in some kind of a RICO federal investigation and we were in, involved in a major indictment with, I mean, I got phone calls from a lot of people. And look, you guys might not know who I am, but I've been in this industry a long fucking time. I've been involved in a lot of things. And the only reason that I'm partnered with Nick is because seeds were a sector I'd never explored in 24 years. And I really, really liked this guy and this brand and I wanted to do it. But regardless, I'm getting calls from guys I respect. 707 Seeds is reaching out to friends of mine to, to saying that Nadia called him and basically said that like he was going to be involved in some federal indictment. And it's extremely out of character for someone to hear that in my name if they know me because I am anti-law enforcement. I, I am not a friend of, of, of law enforcement. I, I've Law enforcement has been the source of the, the lowest points in my life and career. So it's just it's so out of character to hear something like that. I would get a lot of phone calls and it's just stand up comedy. Like the, the, these these people are not outlaw weed growers. They've never taken a risk for the plant. They've never fucking grown acres of fucking weed with a helicopter over them so they could get half a fucking Weed for Warriors project. They've never done a fucking thing in this goddamn industry at all other than sit in a motherfucking uh, house in Oregon and manipulate people and take half of hardworking breeders' money to, to pump it up. And I, I'm just going to give it a big go fuck yourself and uh, – Talk to me in person. That's all I got to say. Talk to me in person. You got a grievous. Say it to my fucking face. Say so I have two more specific claims or questions that I saw that were pretty egregious that I do want you guys to have the opportunity to rebuke. Um, I just want to ask you. I don't feel like I'd be doing a fair interview if I didn't because this was what came through. And when this girl, this little five four Asian girl, is saying that she's feared for her life in these bulletproof vests and all the rest of that, it does make me wonder. She did claim like that you guys or that Donald Key threatened her with prison and rape. And that uh, Oni is like a, a girlfriend woman beater. Or she something ain't my like type, that. dog. So I, I do want to give <laughs> you guys the type. opportunity to respond because I've, I've been accused of this girlfriend woman beating shit or whatever before, too. And, if, you know, my position on it is fuck that. Show a police report, show a picture or some shit because this Me Too movement shit is too easy for these chicks to come on and try to slander the fuck out of people. I've seen it happen to myself and I'm, I'm done with the shit. So my my answer no to that is no one ever threatened a motherfucking thing. Uh, no did one you guys ever threaten this these people at all? Thing. Not one bit. Have you seen these people? Do you know who James is? I literally. I haven't even said this in this interview, but I don't know any of these people. I don't know Speakeasy for shit. I don't know you guys for shit. Honestly, I, like I said at the start of the show, I met Oni real briefly in Oklahoma City. He was really nice to me, and I was like, cool. But I don't know you guys at all. Okay. The Nadia thought you that she did. was going to, uh, this is all going to be a scripted thing. And I have one thing I want to show from this Nadia chick. Um, you guys, again, can't see this, but it's, uh, this was yesterday. Again, when I had... Six posts go down in three hours and 18 flag fucking warnings because we, we were going to do this show. And all of a sudden, this chick 
Nadia says right here, oh, laugh my, it was me. Now he's all upset, isn't he? So you're calling people snitches while you're actively snitching on my page. I was willing to even have you come on this fucking show to talk to tell your side, but I had to block your they ass because you're literally will. fucking going they crazy trying to flag all my shit. So, I, you know, I, I will give her, her her say, or I'm sure she'll have her own rebuttal, whatever the fuck it is, but it's not a good look. Her own comment when, you know, is what you mean. It's not a good look when you're coming on here saying that, uh, you know, I, that you're going to actively snitch on people's pages, but you're the victim. And that's the thing. I'll give you the opportunity to say it's like you guys claim that absolutely no, never threatened her, didn't threaten to rape her or send her to prison. You didn't you know, only you haven't on, beaten any on. girlfriends. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So I can't win either way. Right. So I'm getting I didn't threaten her enough because I'm not street enough. Then I'm getting, oh, uh, Doc threatened her. So now we're the big bad wolves. She's. I'm, I didn't threaten her enough or we threatened her too much. The bottom line is there's no fucking threats, dude. And she is literally grasping at any straw she possibly can to obscure the truth, which is there's no God that her smoking gun evidence for this indictment is a lie, that I didn't steal her seeds. That's a lie. And every other fucking she said is a lie. And at what point... Do, do we stop giving her any ability to say these things? What point do, do I have to disprove? How many of these things do I have to disprove before it's like we start taking this seriously? And as you know, Jason, and Matt Ryan's a fucking liar. And straight, up, and straight up and down, a fucking liar. Everybody knows it. And if that's your champion, that's the person who is championing your cause, Right. Where is the there there? That's what I want to know. So if I didn't steal your seeds and I didn't snitch on you, why is it okay for you to snitch on me? Why do you even know about this, Jason? Why do you know? Is it because I and Doc out talking about it, snitching on them? Nope. No. She's talking about it. Who's opening their fucking mouth here? Me or them? It's them, and that's why I actually wanted to let you guys come on. I took a hell of a lot of shit for even having you guys on the program. But that was the whole thing about it. I already knew it was bullshit because I saw who was championing the cause. And I already knew what the fuck this person does and how he manipulates shit and how he gets to pick and choose who he wants to. He wants to write the history, right? Speaking of Matt fucking sure. Riot. So, uh, yeah, you know, I will ask you this, though, because, there, you know, Jeez, I don't think you're totally her. I don't think you guys are totally scot free, like innocent in the entire thing. I think both sides fucked up a little bit. It's a super dispute that probably could have been resolved over back doors over a couple hundred dollars. But at the same time, I do want to ask you. Do you regret using the lawyer because you're ultimately responsible for what that lawyer sends over and you know Riot's going to tank you with that shit. You know he's going to take that and try to spin it and is a spin master cycle as hard as he can. And I feel like giving the, if, you had, if you guys could do this over again, would you have advised your lawyer not to send that document and send a different document that basically says the same thing? When, you, when I talk about cease and desist, lawyers can do it many ways and one way that lawyers try to do is scare the shit out of people yeah, by putting in scary yeah, shit we never sent a cease and desist it was a demand we sent a demand to return our website that is all there was no cease and desist I, that's the first time i've ever even heard the our, word cease and desist and so to answer your it. question is fuck no i do it exactly the same goddamn way well, 20 years ago may, maybe we'd pull up in her driveway and fucking bang some sticks together and freak out a little bit, but it's well, not 20 years ago. We got shit to lose. Fuck them. 
and uh, yeah, my my the lawyers talked like lawyers. Whoa, holy shit! So that's Doc's answer, and my answer is no. Jason, the alternative to doing it the way we did it was uh, felt you know assault and I get it threatening her and violence. And should I have instructed my lawyer and how he should have done his job? No, man, I'm not. Uh, I'm not qualified to do that. I don't have a law degree. Do you? No, Wait, I mean clearly not. So I mean, told our lawyer what was happening. So let's I let's clear this up real quick, emails. though. The document that Riot put all over the internet with a million redactions all over it, claiming the RICO Act and all the rest of that stuff, was that this the demand letter that you guys sent? Was that the actual yeah. document that you guys sent? So it, it's no, just... no, that's like three or four letters back and forth. The first one was literally, hey, we want our website back. This is our attorney. Thank you. Then they go to literally, a, I looked the guy up. It's a bus bench tax attorney to make a reply that was, no, we, we, we tried to talk way before an attorney. Way, way, way before an attorney. And when I began getting heated, which I have a little bit of a temper, uh, a third party suggested that we just let a lawyer deal with it, explained to the lawyer what was up, and back forth, they went with their paper, you know, airplanes. We weren't reading this shit. The only things that I read were their offer of settlement, which... If it didn't require me signing some statement that I, I, I have, I'm required to stay X amount of feet away from her, which I live, we live a thousand miles apart. But, uh, I get and, it, the trade show thing. I've had someone try to file a restraining order against me, <laughs> ethos, fucking, and try to keep me out of trade shows. I don't understand exactly what the fuck the play is. I get it, yeah. you know what I mean? I probably wouldn't have signed I'm that document do that. either. But at the same time, I've been in this industry for fucking since the 1900s, dude, <laughs> since the 19 fucking hundreds, since edibles look like baked stale items. So, like, fuck that. I'm going to be wherever the hell I want to be. Not if she chooses to show up or he chooses to show up or whatever. So and one last thing to remember is the paranoid delusion that caused her to include that in the fucking settlement should be all the evidence of what I'm telling you. That She was convinced that he was like some kind of super monster out to get her, and literally all he did was offer to buy her company. That was it. No, no, no. no. Didn't offer. Well, first, we, first we, discussed. No. Yeah, yeah, discussed. we discussed. We discussed. So anyway, I mean, this is why it's so frustrating for me where I won't entertain a lot of this QAnon level rumor mill horseshit. I mean, for this very reason. Well, I have something to say on that too. Why, you know, it's interesting because I noticed this happening and the people who were reposting all of this shit are these fucking meme pages. And I'll just say this point blank right now. If you run a fucking meme page out there, specifically a cannabis meme page and your whole goal is to just fucking dig up bullshit and repost it every fucking two three days and try to drag bullshit out or whatever uh, you're fucking lame you're fucking lame we don't need that shit we really don't need that shit in yeah, this just, industry just 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 blow your fucking head off already you are no better than a fucking national Enquirer tabloid <laughs> talking about bigfoot walking across the goddamn road dude 
but I will say this to to the people's credit who are not a part of this story, you know that uh, you know I would I would extend an off uh, invitation to them to come on after this show if they want to rebut or re-say or rebut any of this stuff that was said on this program. But at the same time, because I do want to give all sides the story of it, but at the same time I look at this and I see a simple civil dispute between two businesses. And, uh, and again, when you start to bring in courts or lawyers and all the rest of that shit, specifically seed banks, this is what I say, like, I don't care what anybody says, selling seeds is still federally fucking illegal. If you try to walk into a court with a fucking document and serve it on somebody talking about, I sell seeds and I sell them to these people and that, you're fucking walking into court saying I'm a drug dealer selling to a drug dealer. And not only are you going to get fucking potentially in trouble, all the people named in the shit are going to get fucking in trouble. And your lawyer should be fucking disbarred for being a dipshit to that point when I have plenty of lawyers, when I go see my lawyers in Colorado and I talking about my, my licensed regular business and everything else, if I mention the word online internet seed sales or anything, they don't want me to fucking talk about it in their presence. It would be, it would be against their code of ethic and everything else for them to counsel me on how to run an illegal business. And they're not going to fucking do that. So, but, but to the point is I see where you guys are. You're in a dispute. You're in a civil dispute. You're getting nowhere with it. So you decided to go the lawyer route. I respect it because that's where we are now. That's what adult grown men fucking do. So then as you go back and forth, that's where I say it gets a little bit hairy. But then when she, when Matt, Matt Riot champions her cause, that's when I start my, my ears perk up and I go, what the fuck's really going on here? And, um, that I, you know, I appreciate you guys coming on and telling your side. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity to have the last word. And uh, anything else you guys want to promote or shout out, um, I'm going to say this. I don't think that you guys are snitches. I'm happy to have you on this program. I think it was some bullshit spin doctor shit or whatever that these guys get to pick and choose who they want to call snitches. But I do think that document is a bad look and you're going to have to wear it. But it's not a death sentence. It's not a death sentence. You come right back. I even think speakeasy, for whatever it's worth, for what I saw out of them in the short period of time that I've dealt with what's been going on for the lead up to this show... They went fucking crazy and started flagging tons of posts and fucking making up all kinds of lies and calling me meth head and all the rest of it. Dude, I just, I'm 60 minutes. All I wanted to do was bring on a guest and let him tell his fucking story. Why are you attacking me? It's fucking bullshit. So that makes me very suspect of you guys. And I would bring you on the show, but your actions have shown that you have on some real snitch level shit, or I shouldn't call it even snitch level. We already determined. Snitching is the act of making someone go to fucking jail. You know. But yeah, it's bitch level shit to sit around and flag people's stuff or whatever. And uh, we need to we yeah. need to get it straight out. What is snitching and what is bitching? And snitching is making someone go to fucking jail, turning over on somebody. Being a little bitch is fucking flagging posts and fucking flagging having posts. an argument yeah, with somebody on shit. Facebook six Man, years ago, Matt Riot. I never fucking said I was going to call the cops on anybody. You can't just turn around and make shit up and call someone a snitch all of a sudden. It's because you have a disagreement with someone that doesn't make you a snitch all of a sudden. Fuck you. It's bullshit. And you don't get to turn around and call other people fucking snitches without any fucking proof. You know what I mean? What you have is a fucking business dispute, lawyers passing around papers. And uh, yeah, it wasn't the best look on the Yoni Seed Co. guys to have that, in my personal opinion. I understand why they went there, but um, I wish that they would have used a different different angle on the, on the letters. But I'm not a fucking lawyer. As they explained, they're not fucking lawyers, but they all are ultimately responsible for what their lawyers did. So yeah, they got to wear that stain for a minute. But their gear is good, and I let them continue to fucking promote and push seeds. I don't see why not. And um, you know, my personal opinion is, is this is a bunch of bullshit. And uh, it should all be put to bed. Speakeasy should go their own way. You guys got your own website. You go your own way. Keep doing what you do good. Speakeasy, do whatever the fuck you guys Jay, do. We, we are rapid sales day for the company. 
yesterday. Despite all this bullshit, despite all the, the lies, nonsense, hate, everything, look, man, Oni's hot. People like it. It's fucking fireweed. And then that's why we could stand all this bullshit. And uh, I mean, my final word is fuck you, Jamie. Fuck you, Nadia. Fuck you, Matt Riot. Talk to me in person. Peace. <laughs> so first, man, I just got to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to actually say the truth. I don't expect this is going to change a million parts of minds. I know that like people are people and they're just on whatever team they think they're on and they're they're championing their own team or whatever but it's important that we you know we live in a world where facts don't seem to matter anymore and i just want people to hear the motherfucking truth one time you can decide what to do with it that's all on you and that's why i really appreciate the opportunity to even come on here and do this man i'm sure you smell smoke too i i, I understand that you think uh Maybe I need to, like, maybe you would have done things differently with your lawyer, and I can understand that. Uh, I'm not pulling my lawyer's strings. I don't, I wasn't telling him which document, what to do. I mean, give me a break, man. We hired somebody, we set him a task, and now at the end of it, we can agree disagree on whether or not that was done as well as maybe it could have been. I don't know. But what I do know is that we are here because somebody, has, because there's no truth what they're saying, has to make up stories and lies about my personal character and try to assassinate my character because they have nothing else to say. And you seem to pick up on the fact that this person, if they were such a righteous and great person, wouldn't be doing the shady shit they do, trying to stop this interview from happening, trying to fuck with you, discredit you, you see how dirty these people are. You see what they have to do to make their point. They can't just come on here and be like, Nick stole my shit, where is it? And then have me be like, no, I didn't. What's good now? You know what I mean? They don't want to do that. They want to say I'm a bad guy and I do these bad things. And, the, you know, the state, like Doc said, the state of the owning union is strong as fuck, dog. I like it, not the genies out of the bottle. The things I make are good. I, they are what I actually say they are for fuck's sake, which is now like a thing. Uh, dude, the state of the union is strong. Things have never been better. It is unfortunate that, uh, you know, it's a bad look, like you said. But, dude, what's worse look? We're trying to stop all this and uh, what they've done to, to me and to karma and to anyone else who has disagreed with them. What's a worse look? You fucking tell me, man. I oh. promise you, when you post this, it will get taken down. <laughs> they have an army of dorks that live in their parents' basement and shit that, that just deploy simply to take down content that is not uh, showing them in a good light, and, uh, and they thrive on it. And you know what? I'm not technology savvy, and I don't give a fuck. But this will get taken down, I promise you. <laughs> and to the people who want to take it down, I'll, I'll even say this much. I'm willing to even bring on your people on the next show, and we'll hear what the fuck they got to say. And if I smell bullshit, I'll call bullshit. 
Well, just like I kind of did on this at same on this same episode where you know, I let these guys talk and the parts that I didn't like, I said what I didn't like, but at the same time, I don't think these guys deserve a death sentence over anything. I think the game's being played here. And uh, if you guys want to bring that game onto the show, bring it on the show. I'll fucking talk to you guys. You're not going to get it past me on that shit. Like, Riot, you can come on here. Fucking Nadia, you can come on here. Whoever the fuck you guys are. I don't even know you guys. I do know Riot, but yeah, he ain't never coming on here. He's going to keep. He's gonna call my fucking buddy BK Roller and bitch about how I fucking whatever got it all wrong but uh yeah with that said guys um i think that's a wrap any any final words i mean i kind of gave you the last word but anything you guys want to say before we sign this fucker off onyseeds.com baby yeah fuck with us on onyseeds.com yes sir tap in all right everybody Woo. muy caliente spicy one huh so yeah dudes um that's one side of the story i let those guys tell their side of the story my personal opinion, as I mentioned on there, was as stupid as fuck to use the RICO documents and all that shit to send over. Um, it makes you look fucking dumb. I also think Speakeasy is fucking dumb. And, I, you know, like I said, I let you on this program, but you guys don't want to, I guess you want to rat all the pages down or something like that. And I don't really fucking care. But uh, I just thought, it was, you know, when you say there's smoke, there's fire. As soon as we said we were talking about thinking about doing this interview, all of a sudden all of our posts started getting flagged. And now I can't do an IG live on my main account again. And it's just pretty fucking low. So I'll let you guys make your choice. You know what I mean? You, you've heard it. And if, if anybody was talked about on this program today, you have my invitation to come on here and rebut anything that was said. Because I will air all sides. But I have a feeling Matt Wright ain't going to fucking come on this program. Because it ain't going to be an easy interview for you, dude. But uh, that's, uh, that's a wrap, bro. Dark Horse Live, episode 54. Spicy one. Catch you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Little power gay fish come sit on my shoulder today. Little gay power fish sit on my shoulder today and make me a fried shrimpy dish with some soy sauce, baby. As the beat drops Super super fries Super fried egg roll Triple fried fried rice Triple fried rice baby Two for one egg roll Super triple fried rice Triple fried rice baby Don't forget the soy sauce Chan 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 There's my gay fish song dudes What?